Welcome to Arkansas Baptist College Today, the show designed to keep you up to date and in the know surrounding activities on and around the Arkansas Baptist College campus. You're our special guest along with alumni, faculty, staff, students, and the community. Now let's go to the studio and join our host and special guest for this week's edition of Arkansas Baptist College Today. Welcome to another edition of Arkansas Baptist College Today. It's the show that keeps you up to date and in the know on things going on and around the Arkansas Baptist College campus. We are excited for this fall semester. The weather is turning fall, a lot of stuff coming up. Homecoming is right around the corner for Arkansas Baptist College as well. This is just my favorite time of the year. And with all of the festivities happening, you can't really get it done unless you have some music, you know? And on a college campus, that music is usually taken care of by the band. That's right. So today on the show, I'm excited. We've been trying to get him on for a while. I finally got him. Is Dr. Miguel Bonds <laughs> of, I'm sorry, of Arkansas Baptist College. He is our band director. I mean, he does all kinds of things for the college, and uh, we're happy to have him. So, Dr. Bonds, welcome to Arkansas Baptist College today. Thank you, thank you. Get close to that mic. Thank you, thank you. So, we are here today, and a uh, lot of stuff to talk about with you. So, Dr. Bonds, why don't you, since this is your first time on the show, why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience? Uh Thank you for having me, first of all. Uh, you know, I'm very pleased that you took time out your busy schedule to even give me an opportunity to even be on your show. Uh, but my name is Dr. Bonds. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. I received my undergrad from Southern University, my master's from Troy University, and my doctoral degree from Liberty University. My degrees are in music education. Uh, I am a bandhead, as we like to call it, and I specialize in building bands from the ground up. So I'm here to build the band and help build an enrollment up at the institution. Well, we are excited about it, and certainly every evening uh, before I leave, uh, I'm hearing the tuba and people out practicing. Uh, I've been here on campus now for almost three years. And you know what? I I'm going to tell you, man, it's just... It's just something about a band on a college campus. You know, it, it just doesn't seem like a college campus until you've got that band. And when, you, when, you, when I'm leaving in the afternoons, that, 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 that sound with those guys practicing, it just kind of does something to me. Mm-hmm. I just have to close my eyes and just think about it. You know, band is just band everything, you know. Band is what attracts students, and band is your number one marketing uh, tool for an institution, if the band's good. Um, I'm one of those people who just believe band can motivate a whole campus. It can change the culture. I'm used to having bands of at least 200. You know, we're starting off with a, a, a smaller band of about 120, 130, but hopefully by the spring semester, we'll be well over 160, 170, and then by next fall, we're looking to be right at the 200 mark or a little more than 200 uh, so that we can come out and support the football team and 
uh, add a different dynamic to the, the sports over here at the institution. Uh, no, no doubt about that. And it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I have roots at an HBCU. My first cousin, John Graham Sr., is the band director at UAPB. <laughs> and, uh, and then, of course, my daughter graduated from Tennessee State. And of course, we know the aristocrat of band up there. So, and you went to Southern, you got those. So you know what the deal is, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you talk about an HBCU band, you're gonna have to bring it. Yes, yes, yes. I already know the competition is steep, but we're here to add a different flair and a different flavor uh, to Arkansas. We know what will come. Uh, we have some great foresight. We have a great number of kids who've come out initially. We'll continue to have kids. And and before I go any further, let me just make sure I make this clear. I want to thank President Favors for even giving me an opportunity to be here and the Board of Trustees. But uh, back to this band piece, it's going to be different. You know, I'm just hoping that uh, (laughs) we're able to build more. You know, it's going to require a lot because once you get the band, you get their friends, you get their family. It's just a, a... Upward spiral, you know, we're looking forward to some great things over here. Yeah, me as a, uh, as a music person uh, doing radio for years, they say you spin records when you really can't sing. So that's the best, best thing you can do. But actually, I used to sing in the choir mm. uh, back in the day. In fact, have sang on that campus and for a long time ago as well. Um, so we're going to get a band and... People are really excited about it. So if there are some parents out there that are listening to the show, what can they do to, with their, you know, maybe their, their sophomore, junior, and seniors in high school who are thinking about wanting to go to school uh, for band? Are there scholarships available? How will that work out? Who do they need to contact here at Arkansas Baptist? to say, hey, I want to be in that upcoming band. Okay, so the first part of this is we, of course, want them to apply to the college. But if they're sophomores or juniors, uh, we'll have several bands on campus. And what I mean is we won't just have marching band. We'll have concert band, jazz band, uh, just different types of bands, different ensembles that students may want to be a part of, but come out and support those events and get to know the students that's in the program so they can kind of understand what's the expectation, where we come from, where we're going. Uh, as far as scholarships, of course, you know, band scholarships are based upon playing ability. So uh, those are scholarships that we will be giving out based upon the musicianship level of the individual. But hey, we want to give everybody an opportunity. If you want to be good, we want you to be better. So we are willing to work with you wherever you are and bring you to where we think you need to be. But most importantly, in order to be in a band, I want to make sure we get students who are focused on academic success. But yeah, if you want to be a part of the band, we want you to be a part. Well, uh, you've got a huge band right up the street at Little Rock Central. Uh, There are bands all over this. And my cousins played in bands, as I said, well. So there's a lot, a lot of music here, and I was just telling, I think we were talking earlier, uh, that we sometimes don't realize just how much talent that mm-hmm. is in this city alone. Uh, 
Rodney Block is a is a great trumpeter, and I've traveled all over the over the country, and I spent most of my time in radio in jazz. That's where I got my start. And when I first moved back to Little Rock, I would tell ask people, "Have y'all seen this guy Rodney Block?" And people would tell, oh, "Well, yeah, I've seen him. He's okay." And I would tell them, "Hey, this guy is New York style talent. He really is." And I implore people to get out and support that type of music because we sometimes get caught up in thinking about one type of music as opposed to another. And a jazz band, I'm telling you, Doc, uh, doc I'm going to be there because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a huge jazz fanatic. Here on Buffalo Radio, we have a jazz, we have a jazz show every Sunday. Uh, so that's something certainly that a lot of kids can go in. And a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people that I watch today are people that I grew up with that are now playing and, and loving the, 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 the genre and making a lot of money uh, and not necessarily spinning records or got a record, but just playing at regular you know, clubs at night and stuff, stuff like that. So the, I, 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 guess, um, I guess my question is there are so many opportunities if you are good as, as, a, as, as a band, uh, somebody who plays in the band. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There are so many opportunities. It's just a matter of how disciplined you are will determine how far you go. You know, I believe, like, for me, uh, when I was a kid, it was like, oh, you don't need to do a band. Band is, that's just for fun. You can't make no money doing band and, you know, all of those different things. And I was like, well, I like band. So I went through a period, I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and just stick with it. So my mom was like, and my dad was like, well, if you're going to do it, you're going to be good at it. I was like, I'll try. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I know quite a few musicians, Grammy winners, all types of people who I've hung around throughout. And I've just had the best of the best leadership uh, as it relates to band. You know, I hear you talking about uh, Mr. Graham, but I had Isaac Griggs, the legendary, Lawrence Jackson, the legendary, Cornell Knighton, the legendary. So I've had legendary directors, Elijah Bremer, legendary, Michael Dupont, just to name a few. But I've had so many legendary directors around. And you know, when you pick up pieces from one and another, and you just come up with something great. You know, as I said, I'm a person who uh, specializes in building a band. So that means I got to build a brand, something completely different from everybody else you've seen to make them as competitive, and if not better than everyone else, you know, because we're not building a band to be sorry, we're building a band to win, mm -hmm. and uh, add school spirit and, and and keep the morale high. You know, there's some great things going on at Arkansas Baptist. Financially, it's in the best spot it's ever been. The leadership's great. I mean, everything is just good here. It's just like a dream come true. So, just curious, what does it take to build a band from scratch. What 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 are some people say, well all you gotta do is put out an announcement, say you're gonna open up a band and people will be the path to your door. Is it that simple? What what goes into building not just people who play instruments and walk around, but building the type of band that you are describing? So the first thing you have to do is you have to come and see what's already been done at the institution, then you have to see what's going on around you. You have to know what all of your competitors are doing. PWIs, HBCUs, you have to know what they're doing. 
You have to come in and look at the infrastructure of the inf institution and see if the infrastructure is in place to even handle that type of uh, ban. Then you need an administrative team who understands uh, the vision. You know, uh, you have to attract the right musicians because you don't want to just attract people who play instruments. You're trying to attract serious musicians, so you have to go into all of these different high schools, all these mass bands, and you have to constantly be in their face. You know, uh, getting them wanting to be a part of what you have. You really have to sell a vision. It's kind of like in church. You, if the vision is what caught and not bought. So you have to go in there and you have to give them an analogy of where we're going. And then once they buy into the, the program, then they'll come. But, you know, you build it, they'll come. And, you know, Arkansas Baptist has a rich history and have have deep roots in the community and inside of the state and all over the United States. So based upon that history, you have to try to make sure your band is right in line with the, the mission of the institution. And then you have to just stand on that. And, and you, you lean on your alumni. The alumni will try to get students to come over. The churches will try to get students to come. But basically, it's just a lot of hard work. And when it all comes together, it's music. It's magic. It's excitement. It's everything that everyone wants to see. And this, this community needs that type of buzz in, this, in the city. You know, I, I think you're right. Um, it's funny. Certainly, there are other HBCUs here in the area. You've got ULR, that's a PWI. Uh, but, you know, over the years, and obviously I grew up in this city. I grew up right here in this neighborhood, a half a block down the street. And, you know, I remember, I remember a lot about Arkansas Baptist College. I, rem I remember a band. I remember a football team. Uh, I remember a lot of things about this school. and. You know, having a band, it just does something for the community. And I was laughing last week. I'm not going to, I wasn't going to tell you this, but I was laughing. They were out back and they were out blowing the trumpets and they <laughs> boom, 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 you know, that little beat. And I was saying to myself as I drove away, them poor neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely need the community to support because uh, when they hear them horns and then, how they will project is going to be different, you know. But I think that the community, once they see something productive with the band, they see where the students are going, and they'll find that the band kids will be well-mannered and well-groomed. So I, I believe that the community will continue to support. And if not, we'll pick up some more supporters. You know, the community, and I'm not saying if not, as in if not. What I'm saying is the community will support and we will also pick up other folks to come out and support the organizations across the United States of America. Man, I could just see our uh, Arkansas Baptist College on a New Year's Day <laughs> marching at a New Year's Day parade somewhere. That, uh, I, I tell you what, that would put so much pride in President <laughs> Favors. <laughs> you know, she'd be popping buttons on her chest. Uh, so uh, I, I'm really excited about this because building something from scratch it's it so thing. much better sometimes because you can mold it and make it the way you want to make it, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, hey, we got to take our first break. When we come back, we've got Dr. Bonds here. 
he does a lot of stuff here over enrollment. He's over the music department. We're, that's basically what we're talking about. And we'll get into some of the enrollment stuff a little bit later on. Uh, but uh, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the choir because I understand that there's a choir afoot as well. And uh, at one point, Arkansas Baptist College had an award-winning choir. So we're looking to have all that. Folks, I tell you, things are happening here at Arkansas Baptist College. You all got to stick and stay. Don't go away. Back in a moment, you're listening to uh, Arkansas Baptist College Today. I'm Dynamic Dave on Buffalo Radio. Alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College Today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College Today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships. When you apply, you'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 $500 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. and in the know on things happening on and around Arkansas Baptist College. There's a lot of other things that we're going to be talking about. I want to, you want to make sure that you stay tuned. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be giving you updates on uh, Giving Tuesday, how you can donate to the college. Uh, we're going to be giving you updates on homecoming. I will tell you that the goal for homecoming this year, for me personally, is to broadcast live the game. So I am working on the logistics of that. Uh, it should be pretty simple. Uh, I will be talking to the coaches and things of that nature, putting together a pregame show. But, look, I'm telling you, folks, 
things are happening at Arkansas Baptist College that you probably never imagined. And it just really took some people who gave a damn. And the people that I am affiliated with with this college and the people that I work with, they care. And that's the most important thing because we understand the legacy of this college and we're going to make it the best. Dr. Buns and I were just talking, and I didn't mention to you, Dr. Buns, but you know, every year they have the Martin Luther King Marade, and it's usually right there on Martin Luther King Boulevard. It starts down on about 23rd and High. Well, see, that street used to be called High. So that shows you how old I am. It starts, <laughs> it starts on 23rd and, and, um, and Martin Luther King, and it parades all the way to the Capitol. So I say that because I'm going to be looking forward to seeing the purple and gold buffaloes out there marching in that band uh, as well. What a, that would be just a great sight. And then for them to stop right there in front of Old Main and play a, play a hit or two and keep going on. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I digress. I'm just using my imagination. <laughs> but there, there are a lot of things that, that could be happening, and uh, we're excited about this band. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. As an ex-athlete, the one thing that used to get me pumped up was at the beginning of the game when them drums start pumping. That's, that's when I knew it was game time. So I'm sure, I'm sure athletes and fans alike and student body alike will be really excited about it. But we've talked a lot about the band. Uh, at one point, Arkansas Baptist College used to have one heck of a choir. And I understand that there are gonna be some singing opportunities <laughs> here as well. Can you give us some insight on that? So we're, we're looking to have a spring rollout for the choir. We're looking for a spring rollout for the choir. Uh, we're working on uh, having a director in place. Uh, we just want to try to do it big this year. You know, we want to have a nice size choir so to reflect uh, the vision of the institution. Uh, I can't say who the director will be right now, but I just know that's the direction that we're headed in. We're trying to have a comprehensive music department is what we're trying to do for this uh, upcoming year. So we, we're headed in the right direction. So is it going to be just a traditional choir? Is it gonna be a gospel choir? Uh, what, what, what genre will they, will they and, and I, I will be honest with you, m me being someone who lived in Nashville for 20 something years and being affiliated with Fisk and the Fisk Jubilee Singers, uh, is it gonna be in that direction? What, what type of genre are we looking at? So we will of course um, have a, a gospel choir, of course you know we'll have that, but I'm looking more of also having a, a concert choir uh, is what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm trying to cover all spectrums, but those are the two main ensembles that we're looking to have, gospel and concert choir. Well, well uh, again, more opportunities for young people uh, to, to come to Arkansas Baptist College uh, and participate in things that other colleges have, and, and that's, that's the exciting thing about it. Uh, Dr. Barnes, uh, of all the places and all the talent that you have, there are a lot of places that you could have went. What made you choose Arkansas Baptist College? Well, when I left my other institution, I was trying to retire and do some consulting work. That was my, uh, 
you know, everyone wants to work for themselves, you know, eventually. So that was really my goal is to try to do a little consulting work, help institutions build their enrollment. But after I just spoke with President Favors and uh, the AD and Billy Owens, after I talked to those people the one time in West Sullivan, I was like, you know what, this might be a nice spot to go. You know, they want big and I can give them a band. So after I talked to them the first time, I tried to get them to let me just do consulting work to recruit for them, but then it turned out to be something completely different and it's uphill from now. I feel just great, I'm just happy and glad to be here. Well, Arkansas Baptist College is, is a small college, but it's a family. And uh, as I told you, I, I mean, that vacant, as I look out on that vacant lot, I can, I see the, the stores and shops that were over there, Soul Brothers Records, uh, Woods Barbershop, Uncle T's, that Uncle T's that's down on the corner actually used to be on that lot right there. Uh, they owned that whole lot. And it was funny because in order to go to the bathroom, you had to walk, go through the back of the barbershop walk behind the store, walk behind the record st store <laughs> in order, and then there was a little beauty shop there too, uh, and it was just one little bathroom, so uh, there's so many memories for me uh, on this corner. Where this building is sitting right now used to be uh, Ballard's Barbecue, where you could pay $3.75 for a jumbo barbecue sandwich and feed three people. It was just, it would be spilling out of the out of the container, it was so huge, you know. So there's a lot of tradition on this campus. Uh, the Kitty College used to be where the library is. My sister actually went to that Kitty College. Uh, there, there used to be a, uh, a Catholic school right behind the college. I actually went to kindergarten and first grade at that. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, this whole neighborhood, uh, my DNA is in this neighborhood, yeah, on, see, in this yeah, dirt. See, see. And, uh, so I'm excited, and, and you know, as I thought about, as you talked about the band, uh, as you talked about the choir, you talked about this community, uh, I think this community would take a lot of pride uh, in that band. Uh, I really do, because there's really nothing in this community for the community to call their own. Um, and uh, I, I think it would be, I, I think it would just be huge uh, for this community for you to to be successful in what you're doing and if you're talking about having 200 250 strong next fall wow that's uh that's high cotton right there no pun intended <laughs> yes sir yes sir i'm just looking i'm just happy to be here i'm just gonna keep saying that over i'm happy to be here um i'm happy of the direction of the institution i'm happy with just everything here and, and I'm hearing that you're saying that you are in the community. I like that. What I like is the family-centered uh, experience that you receive while you're at Arkansas Baptist. That's what I like. And I think we're headed in the right direction. You know, that's basically what my spin on it. Well, you throw in the football team, now moving to NAIA, which was a huge step for uh, the, the, the campus. Uh, you know, with us growing in that arena as well, you throw in athletics, you throw in a band, uh, you begin to get publicity from the local media. Not much has uh, been given to this college overall. Uh, it's, uh, 
Uh, it, it certainly has, uh, as a saying that I like to use is, it's pregnant with promise. <laughs> uh, and that's an old saying that I got uh, uh, from a sermon 30 years ago from a friend of mine who preached as Reverend Al Alvin O'Neill Jackson, being pregnant with promise. And this campus is certainly that, uh, and it's growing. Uh, it's finally getting the right people in the right place to do the things that it needs done. And I don't think, uh, I, I think the, the, everything is looking up. And, and certainly when you throw in the band, the choir, uh, you know, a music, a music ensemble department. One thing about Little Rock, a lot of people don't say much about it, but there's a lot of talent in the Little Rock area. And uh, as I was talking to you earlier, a lot of people don't realize that Prince's band director is from Pine Bluff, <laughs> uh, grew up in Pine Bluff. I told him the story about that. So there's a lot of talent. Uh, if you, I don't know if you've had the opportunity to, to visit the nightlife as of yet as it relates to live music. Uh, but I'm still amazed because I don't go out as much as I used to, but when I used to go out, uh, I always liked live bands living in Memphis and Nashville uh, for uh, an extended period of time. So uh, I'm beginning to realize that, hey, there's a band, a live band here. What I would love to see, and you talked about that, you talked about that, um, that um, uh, jazz ensemble. Uh, I've been places where high school jazz bands have come and played at nightclubs. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd love to see that happen for you guys. Oh, it's going to definitely uh, happen. The music scene, we will definitely be there. Uh, we actually, it's interesting, we actually have a brass band, uh, New Orleans-style brass band, that's already up and functioning. So it'll be good to get them on here one day just so they can play a little music and do a little live recording in here. Oh, that would be cool. Um, yeah, I think we can work that out. We've got enough. That that would really be cool to get them over here and let's let's play. We'll we'll work out the logistics on that coming up here real soon. Um, so you said you were from New Orleans. You were born and bred. I'm I'm assuming, right? I am New Orleans. You are New Orleans. So that means you you can cook gumbo very well. <laughs> Jambalaya very well. Uh, Bodin. Boudin, I don't make it. I just go buy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I don't make boudin either. I don't particularly. They sell it. Uh, where did I buy? Well, it I don't particularly care for boudin. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I don't like liver, so <laughs> I don't particularly care for boudin. But yeah, I don't uh, but no, I, uh, uh, I I do a lot of uh, New Orleans. But the reason that I ask you that question is because that's where your love for music comes from. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about that. So one thing that I always do with a band is always bring them to Mardi Gras. That's the number one marketing and recruitment place that you could bring a marching band. It's seen by millions and millions of people all over the globe and someone will always ask about your institution no matter how big or small the band is. Every school who's ever participated have seen a drastic increase of enrollment after the bands have marched in Mardi Gras. I said all that to say this, when I was in high school, uh, the first thing I heard was some Mardi Gras, some bands in the Mardi Gras parade. I was like, okay, I could do this. So back in my day, a school in Florida, I was like, I may go to this school because I just like band. 
Then I heard Southern University band. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, this is what it's hidden for. Mm-hmm. So I decided I was going to go to that institution. But uh, all the way through, I've just loved music based upon what I've seen in New Orleans and what I've watched in our state as far as marching band between LSU and uh, Southern University and my high school and how competitive. You know, when I was in the band and when I was a high school band director, we all had about 150, 100 to 150 band members and it was so competitive. See, that competitive nature of being in a marching band, it just sets a whole different culture and tone for the view of band. And once I uh, got into it, I realized that this is amazing. It's like no other feeling, no matter what you go throughout the day or whatever you're experiencing in life, if you can just hear a good live band, it'll just soothe your soul and it'll just help you move forward and it'll just get you started bring closure to what's going on and just get you started on something that's new. So throughout my whole life, I was just like band. It was just something that I liked. You know, in New Orleans, you would think, oh, the football team, the football team. No, if you was in the band, you was in the end crowd. The football team was like, oh, that's geeks. Who play football? But, you know, across the world, it's a little different. But when you're from New Orleans, all the popular people, we all did band. You know, as we grew, we just did band, you know. And that's just where we, you know, where I'm at with it. I've been enjoying band my whole life. And I'm just ready to get in that element again here at Arkansas Baptist. And we are ready for you. What What is it about, as you mentioned Southern, and you know, I was, I, I, there was a video, I think last spring, and I want to say it was Tennessee State. They were on the field with Wisconsin's band. And Wisconsin has this huge band. And what well, Tennessee State has quite a bit of people too. But what is it about? Why were they on the same field as an HBCU? <laughs> because after that little tete a tete was over, I just said to myself, why did they let them on the field with them? Why? Why? Because there's something about HBCU bands that no other band can top. I mean, it's, whether, it's, whether it's Southern, whether it's Grambling, whether it's Tennessee State, whether it's Texas Southern, I mean, Alabama A&M, I could go on and on and on. Because, I mean, UAPB, I've, I've, I've heard all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's something about those bands compared to other schools, even though those schools may be bigger, they don't compare to the bands. What is it about HBCU bands? Where does that passion come from? So band has its own culture. We have our own internet basis. We have everything, we're in our own world, is what it is, uh, the HBCU bands. Uh, The PWI bands, some of them have adapted to a lot of the cultures that we have with the loud playing, or, well, I'm not gonna say loud playing, but high intensity playing, and just different arrangements. With, with a HBCU, it's, it's more about the excitement and the entertainment, because really it's a production, is what you're putting on. It's not so much as, oh, the band playing some music. That's what PWIs did. You know, they sound great. Some of them will blow your face off, too, like Troy and a few others, but, and 
you know, for many years, Florida and them, I used them. A lot of the things that people are saying Ohio State doing, Florida and them was doing that 30 years ago. So for the black community, it was nothing. You know, this is, we were looking at bands like, oh, Ohio State is picking something up from our community. Okay, we moved on. But when you look at all all bands, we, you know, we, we depending on where we at, depending on what we like in our community or our culture, that's the type of music that we played and depending on the fan base. See, and uh, HBCUs, they tend to want to please the crowd, you know, the audience. If you can get the audience singing along with you or dancing, it's more about the feeling, you know, what does it feel like? You know, what's the excitement? What's the hard work? We paying attention to detail. We want to be good. We Actually, we want to be the best. And, you know, sometimes we want to hear screaming trumpets or a lot of power, and sometimes we don't. You know, HBCUs have the most diversified uh, repertoire that you will ever see. They cross genres that people couldn't even imagine. So that's what's different about where we are with HBCUs because we're there – we're like cheerleaders, but we're not cheerleaders. We're there to push uh, an agenda, and our, our agenda is school pride and a sense of belonging, and, and, and that's the agenda that we're pushing. Whereas at PWIs, they just come to play music, a lot of them. And yes, you may see some of the schools are uh, joining bands at the beginning. That's because they're trying to learn our culture. They're trying to diversify their portfolio. Once again, they're trying to understand what we do, and you know, so they can pick up what we do. You know, it's like when you go to New Orleans. I heard you say gumbo. You may go to a restaurant. The gumbo may be good, but you didn't have gumbo till you've been in the hood, where they're making their own roux. Ninth Ward. Yes, no, I'm gonna say Third Ward, Uptown. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ninth Ward. Anywhere in New Orleans, New Orleans East. You know, Chalmette, all around New Orleans, all around southern Louisiana. You know, that gumbo has a different taste when it comes from home, opposed to a commercialized taste. And what they give you is a commercialized taste. We give you the real gumbo. I like that analogy. You know, that's what we do. We don't want, you know, even with, with red beans. You could go to the store and buy some good red beans. But when you're in the hood, they're going to have what? Pickle meat and oh, D&D yeah. sausage and... You know, stuff like that in there that, that you want to have that give you that extra pizzazz. And HBCU bands, they give you that. They're going to give you, you know, the traditional music stuff. That's the standard. And then we're going to give you that little gumbo, that little red beans from the hood. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's that good stuff that yeah. make you come back. I got to go by my auntie because she's making red beans mm -hmm. and it's Monday. Mm -hmm. My grandma <laughs> making gumbo is, you know, it's just like, you know, anything. It's yeah. all in the seasoning. Yeah. And we got the right season in that HBCUs. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, as I, I've had the pleasure of my very first, I, I played football. My very first homecoming game was at UAPB mm. in about, I mean, it was about 1967, Ooh, 68. I wasn't even thought of then. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, I remember the band more so than I remember the. <laughs> I, now I do remember the, the the teams, Prairie View and UAPB mm. uh, were the two teams, uh, but the the band, the UAPB band that day, just just struck a chord with me as a little kid. Now although I didn't play instruments, 
You know, I remember coming back telling my mom how, uh, how exciting the band was. It's, it's always been that way. You look at uh, the, the, look, I know friends in Nashville who would tell you that I'm not going to the football game to the game. I'm going to watch the band. That's right. And they would leave at ha- after the band was done. That happens very often. That's why we have we uh, have some other elements that are in play now to keep the fans to the end. Yeah. You know that fifth quarter action. Mm-hmm. You know, you know it's it's like this with the HBCU band. If you can look at them on the field or in the stands, and you've seen one thing that captivated you, then that lets you know that that band has done what they needed mm-hmm. to do. But if you don't see anything that, you know, it's not enough variety for something you to like, for mm-hmm. you to like, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. You know, that's why we, when we do our shows, we're going to have old school, new school, a little dancing, a little gospel, a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little shouting, a little everything. You want to be able to have everything you possibly could think of uh, in that show so that people, you know, sing-alongs, everything. Right. So that you can captivate that audience, and that's when you've done your job. That's what we offer mm-hmm. as a HBCU, and I'm telling you, this Arkansas Baptist Band is going to be something serious. Just watch. Well, I, I am excited. I am, I mean, you can probably tell by my voice. I, I mean, I can, I'm sitting here now because, obviously because I spent so much time, I can hear their theme song, in my head mm-hmm. right now as we talk about this. And I'm looking forward to once Arkansas Baptist College develops their theme song that it will play over and over in my head. Hey, we've got to take our last break. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap up a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about uh, one of the, some of the other things that Dr. Buns does on campus. Uh, but today the show was mainly about just getting you acclimated and understand where we're going here at Arkansas Baptist College and Uh, some of the great things that are ahead for this community. And the band is certainly one of them. You've been listening to uh, Arkansas Baptist College Today. I'm Donna McDave. We'll be back in just a moment. Alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College Today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College Today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships when you apply. You'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 
$2,500 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships. And we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. Welcome back to Arkansas Baptist College today. I'm David Coleman along with Dr. Bunn. He's our uh, music education uh, director. Uh, he's over enrollment. He does a lot of stuff here on campus. We are, exa- we are excited to have him. And I know I'm excited simply because uh, he's putting together a band. Uh, he's putting together a choir. Uh, we're going to have all that. You know, I might need to get back in there and tune up a little bit myself from back in the day. Uh, but uh, it's just been excited, exciting to, to hear some of the things that are going on and certainly exciting to hear your passion, Dr. Bonds, uh, as far as what you do. It's, it's always good, and we were just talking in a break, it's always good to, to talk to someone in their element so people can understand their passion about what they do. And just to hear what you've been describing We've never, we, we didn't do a pre-interview. <laughs> We've never had this in-depth conversation before. But it, as just a, as a, as an employee of Arkansas Baptist College, I mean, I'm excited. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that day when I'm sitting in my office and I'm saying, man, I wish they, wish they quit playing so loud. Come on, man. <laughs> Dr. Buzz, could y'all turn down the doors over there, please? But... <laughs> But no, uh, I think I think it will do just what you are expecting it to do, and that is infuse some excitement, some pride in this campus because it's sorely needed. Because we just kind of go through the motions sometimes on this campus. Let's be realistic, and what we need to be able to do to have a pick me up every now and then, maybe like. Every Friday morning, the band is out there at, at <laughs> 9 o'clock just playing a Friday morning jam or something, you know, something along those lines. But uh, we are excited, and uh, I know I'm excited to have you uh, on this campus. Uh, uh, again, this campus is pregnant with promise. It's one of the, the best-kept secrets in Arkansas right now. And uh, I love the fact that when I uh, talk to some of these students, there, and I say, well, where are you from? They don't say, well, I'm from... Uh, Little Rock or I'm from North Little Rock. They say I'm from Dallas. They say <laughs> I'm from New Orleans. I'm from Mississippi. You know, the diverse students that we have on this campus, I don't think people realize that. And just in your short time, a lot of that can be attributed to what you're trying to do with enrollment. So let's take a little bit of time before we wrap up 
to talk about enrollment and what are your goals going forward with that? So enrollment management is uh, it's a little different from what a lot of people think it is. There are many components that go into having a successful enrollment uh, situation at an institution. You know, when recruiters go out, they have to paint a vision. And the vision is based upon what they believe in. And if they don't believe in the product, then they can't sell a product, because really recruiters are really salesmen, and the uh, director typically acts as a marketer. So you have to go out, you have to identify, you have to isolate, and you have to overcome. Hey, I noticed that you were looking at the sign. Do you want to come to Arkansas Baptist? Well, I will come, but uh, I want to be a, let's just say, a, a band director. Oh, we have band at Arkansas Baptist. And, you know, you go through the motion, you talk to them for a few, and then you ask them, so are you going to apply? If they don't say yes right then and there, then you ask them, tell me what you'd like to see. And then they'll tell you what they like, and if it aligns with the vision of the institution, you proceed on and you talk to them, and then, you know, you pretty much uh, overcome the situation and they apply. But once a student gets to the campus, it has to be an amicable situation where they're just friendly everywhere they go. So when they come in, you don't ever want to not be organized. You want to give the appearance of organization, and then they move on from admissions over to financial aid, over to uh, tutors or advisors, I should say, and then they're enrolled in the institution. And then once you get them here, that's the first step of many parts. You move on to the retention of students. Then you have to understand what does the student want to see? You know, we know what we want, we want good food. <laughs> but the students want more than just good food. They want good internet, and they want good customer service, and they want to feel like they're independent. That's what they want to do. They want to just live. But they'll do what you need them to do academically, but you have to, what, retain them at the institution. You know, I like to tell the story of at my previous school, I've graduated 200 plus students within 10 years, really six years, because the first four years was building. But we've graduated so many students, and that's the focal point, is to get them to graduate. So here, well, uh, under the leadership of President Fables, we're trying to strengthen our enrollment. We're trying to you know, do some things that's different. We got a couple programs that's coming. You know, uh, I don't know if I should release that now, but we have some exciting programs that are coming. Uh, the president has a great vision, and we're just here to uh, execute that vision. But on the enrollment piece, we're trying to get those numbers up. You know, the record enrollment was, what, a little over 1,000 or 1,100. Well, our goal for the fall is to get well over that amount. You know, we want to constantly every year break the enrollment. We want people to know that we're constantly doing something that's great over here at the institution, like this radio station. This is great. You know, you can go out and recruit students just for this. You know, everything. There is something coming about that too, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. So everything that we're doing is about building the enrollment up, making sure the morale is high. You know, as the president likes to say, and I think this is, shouldn't just be for a one-year thing, remain laser-focused. You know, we're focused on the success of students. We're focused on growing this institution. We're laser focused. That means in enrollment, you have to keep your blinders on and you need to press forward. 
You know, you need to plan, 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 recruit, 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 retain, 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 and graduate, graduate, graduate. If you can get kids to do that, uh, young adults, you know, then the enrollment will continue to, to grow. Because, look, it's like this. When students leave after their first semester of school, they go home and they talk to their friends. And they like to do what? They like to compare notes. And when they compare notes, you don't want your students to leave and have bias remorse. What you want your students to leave and say, oh, y'all have all that over there? Well, we have something better at our school. Everyone knows our name. You know, the living conditions are great. The food is off the chain. The Wi-Fi works good. You know, we're able to have a, 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 a faith-centered education, you know, first-class experience. That's what you want students to say. And the more the students say that, the more they're what? I'm going to bring my brother, my cousin, my girlfriend, my auntie, my uncle, my nephew. They'll bring their whole family over to the institution. And then guess what? The more you do that, that tree grows. And the, the more limbs on the tree and the more leaves, the more you know that how healthy that tree is. So you just want to just build the enrollment up, make sure you're offering programs that has, uh, pique the interest of students and potential students. So. Well, Dr. Bonds, we're about at the end of the program. I've, uh, I've been excited about interviewing you this afternoon. Uh, you have a lot to say. Certainly, we are excited about what you're about to do. Uh, on this campus. I can't wait to hear that band, and I'm telling you, I can't wait to see them marching down uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard uh, in that purple and white. Um, there are some fundraisers going on that we didn't touch on. Do you want to touch on that so as the, far as the band, band uniforms yes. are concerned? So we know building a band is just like raising a child. You need the whole community to be a part of that. So we do have some fundraising uh, initiatives that we have in place. You know, we want our community to, you know, help buy an instrument, buy a uniform for a student. Support one of those kids. If you can support five, support five. You can support 200, we want the 200. But basically, uh, we're asking the community to come together to push their band because this is the community's band. You know, we're, we're here for the community. We want all churches, you know, businesses, but we're basically raising money to, to pay for instruments because what? Instruments are expensive. Yeah. When you see a tuba, you know, most people say, oh, that's a nice big horn, but they don't realize it's a big $9,000 watching down that street. Or a trombone is $2,000. When we were in school, you probably can get a trombone for $200. Yeah. So everything is completely different, and we just need the support of the community. And you will be very uh, happy with your investment. You know, we'll, we'll send out thank you notices, and there's a whole bunch of other things that the president has in mind to be able to uh, tell you thank you and to show our appreciation for your support. But we definitely need all of the support we can get, you know, as much as possible. So yes, we are doing a fundraiser for uniforms because look, a uniform is $675 per uniform. So just those two, that's a lot of money, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, I can't afford to pay 9,000. Well, you'll be surprised how much $5 and $10 or $100 or 1,000 or whatever dollars if more people gave it. Look, if 2,000 people gave $1,000 will have what? 
$200,000. You understand? Mm -hmm. So the more you give, the the better off it is. And I promise you, when you sow that seed, you you won't regret sowing that seed because you will see a, a, a beautiful flower or a tree blossom from it. Is there a contact phone number if one if people who are listening today want to uh, start making donations to the band? Is there a contact number? Do you want to give one, or should they just call the main switchboard and ask for the band department? At this time, just call the main switchboard, okay. and then they'll forward you to where you need to be at because we're still working on setting up the final pieces of this project. And you'll be hearing more about how you can donate and support the band, uh, buy instruments, donate uniforms. Um, building I, a building. Uh, we need a building. <laughs> exactly. You know, all kinds of uh, 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 improvements that are going to be happening here on Arkansas Baptist College. I hope you guys will get involved as well. As we've said over and over again, this is your community college. This is your community band. And we all complain about uh, trying to keep students out of trouble. Well, this is what we do. This is what we do on this campus. And uh, we're going to need your support, and I hope you guys will get involved. We've got to get out of here. Dr. Bonds, again, thank you for the great interview. Uh, we'll certainly be talking more uh, as time goes on, as some of these initiatives get off the ground. Uh, but, again, I want to thank you for coming in. Thank you for your time and attention. All right, you've been listening to the latest edition of Arkansas Baptist College Today. I'm David W. Coleman. Uh, we're here every Monday from 6 p.m. to 7, talking about the things that are happening on and around the Arkansas Baptist College. If you've got a show idea or a guest that you would like to get on, you can reach out to me by calling me at 501-420-1273, 501-420-1273. We're out. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for listening to Arkansas Baptist College today. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. as we keep you up to date and in the know on the things that are happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you next week.